Hey guys, Thurian Still Gaming here with yet another GXG micro episode. On today's episode, I want to talk about Division 2. Leaks revealed game changing story details. This article comes from Game Rant, and we're also going to be pulling from Forbes from Paul Tassi. Um, if you don't want any spoilers or you don't want to know anything about Division 2, please turn back now. Come back later when you. Uh, when you want to listen to this, uh, I will be going over speculations and potential leaks of the game with take with a grain of salt. But these are audio confirmation from inside the game. But before we get to this article from from uh, about Division 2, if you're listening to it on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or Anchor.fm, please share, like, and subscribe. It helps us out on this channel. And if you would like to help us out even further, head on over to Anchor.fm. As well as 99 cents a month, you can help us out. Also, if you like Elvis's content, please head on over to 30instillgaming.live. There you can listen and watch our live mixer streams, our live podcast on Thursday nights, 8 p.m. Generation X Gaming. You can also listen and hit, hit the link of all of this Generation uh, GXG micro episodes. And if you like all those podcasts, you can go look at the Rageous Roundtable where I do a co-host on Monday nights at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Okay, so... Tom Clancy's Division 2 has a slightly bumpy journey. While the Division 2 is initially critically acclaimed, the following updates disrupt the experience and some players begin to take issue with the game. Since this point, there have been a series of additional features and content released to uh, intrigue players. While it seems to have a largely worked, the latest update has now resulted in a considerable leak from data miners. Okay, Division 2 is an online multiplayer game with the focus of third-person shooting and it allows players to role-play a dystopian future. Many fans are pleased when the latest Division 2 update was announced and had plans to rebalance the difficulty of the NPC. Added new features. Unfortunately, the team behind it, Massive Entertainment, has updated also had a foundation for the next significant content update. And the audio files of the upcoming content have been leaked. Now, on May 22nd, Division 2 launched a public test server intending to get feedback on the possible changes before implementing them into the game. While this is useful practice to users on Reddit, um, search through the PTS and find extensive audio files supporting leak of upcoming narrative beats of of the multiple seasons. Now, the audio files contain a new radio conversation, audio logs, and generic NPC shouts, which discuss events and experiences that are not yet in-game. There's a lot of content undercovered through the audio files, and judging by the amount of story that there have been in the current season, this could be a leak that sheds light on significant amount of future plans for the title. Now, arguably, this is the spoiler section, so if you're listening to it right now on the audio format, head back, turn away, do not continue, do not pass go, do not collect $200. Okay, here we go. Arguably, the biggest details revealed in the audio files are the key manhunt targets for the next season. The audio files revealed on the Hornet from Division 1 is not dead and is the target for Season 2. The Black Tusk top agent Brandon uh, Shafter is the target for Season 3. But the real game changer in Division 2 comes in Season 4 when players get to hunt down Fei Lao. The end of the Warlords of New York expansion is revealed that Fei Lao has gone rogue and has was only a matter of time before players caught her on the way. It appears a big showdown will occur in Season 4. Now... Going on to what what it is that's happening in each of the uh, the sections here. Now, season season two. This is coming from uh, the Forbes from Paul Tassi. Season two manhunt is a target where Division One loot from Boss Hornet, a friend of Keener's, who was uh, thought to be killed, but managed to resurrect and return so he can kill him again. 
Now the sub bosses will be bugged, uh, will be uh, bug themed. One is called Termite, one is called Hornet, and was sent to DC by Keener to recruit the outcasts of his cause. If we kill him, we get a repair trap uh, skill, which is somehow indifferent than the repair hive, though we don't know how it works yet. Killing Hornet should officially end Keener's legacy in the story for good. Now, in Season 3's Manhunt, Black Tusk Brandon is the main target and is recruiting rogue agents to work with him despite him not actually liking him. Okay, Their curious development of the storyline is that Brandon works with the masked hunters. Yes, the scary-looking ones in Division Watches will be part of the season. Though, even after reading this, I'm not sure I will end up killing them or not. This is from Paul Tassi. Or if we even can die, as it's like Jason worries. Okay, Story development includes the new Black Tusk character, uh... And uh, too many of Brandon's bosses. Also, some hints that the Hunters has a Black Tusk background. I'm sort of confused by this because I thought the Hunters were classes of enemies rather than, like, one guy. But maybe the King Hunter or something killing Brandon gives a Sharple Trap skill. Now, Season 4 Manhunt, here's where the things get very serious. The main target in this season, none other than Fei Lao, Division 1 ally turned Division 2 traitor. We'll learn more about the uh, Skolov family and their ties to the Black Tusk, but the main beat of the story here is Fei Lao goes to meet with the present Alice of the White Oak, and while we are there to kill her, we're told that we can't kill the president, but then she kills the president and then frames us for it. There is nothing on the files that say to actually kill Fei Lao at the end of this or get skill from her, so it's possible she may get away. Now, here's the coolest, I think, part of this leak, which is called Skyscraper. I'm not sure what the season this is in, but apparently this was a data-suggested, a fan-suggested idea maybe coming to the game as an underground replacement. Now, I was one of the people that actually talked about this way back when, when Division 1 came out and they had the underground. I said, man, it'd be really cool if you can go into skyscrapers. Well, here's a new skyscraper activity. Would have a clearing dust floor of a huge skyscraper, which floors getting harder and harder over time with safe floors acting as safe points. 100 floors in total, and eventually the checkpoints stop, and it just gets really damn hard. Can literally remember reading about this exact idea on Reddit a year or two ago. Now, exactly, uh, Reddit sometimes, um, just I'm not saying like I was the only person that came up with this idea, but I said it would be awesome if you can go up the, and on each floor it's difficult, it gets more difficult as it goes. So, anyway, it sounds like Division 2 is trying to make some real storytelling moves here in these manhunts rather than just throwing filler at us. I'm curious to see how all this plays out, assuming that it is true and all the indications are probably uh, it is. Now we know for sure this summer. Now here's my thoughts on this. Of all the things, now now people that listen to me on this, I love playing Division. I love uh, I love Division. I think Division would be a cool game. I think Division, I think Ubisoft could make a better game if they make it like Ghostbusters with the sort of like Division type of theme where you're you look like Division. I did this on a separate podcast. But I love Destiny. I love Division. I love the loot in Division 2 right now. I love that there's there's reason behind it. I can keep using the same weapons that I want to use. I can upgrade weapons. I can put all the other junk. I can throw it in to make uh, recalibrations. I can make different builds. I can, I can go back and forth. There's a targeted system of where I can go to go find certain weapons if I want to go get them. There's exotics out there that feel exotic that you want to go out that you can get randomly or you have to do certain prerequisites to get the exotics. 
Division is doing everything correctly in my book. I don't want to say that for everybody. But everything that I've always said about Destiny, Division has done. Now, with these story plots, the way that it does... Now, am I playing Division every single day? No. Do I come back to Division every couple weeks to play the manhunts and different stories and go through different strongholds? Yes. And they change it every single time. It's based on the story narrative that they give you during the game, which I think is phenomenal. I really like the way they do it. It's like you're going through the same stronghold or you're going through the same mission, but it's like a different path. Or you go through a different door and there's different audio dialogue that helps different things or different loot happens there the chests are in different places little things like this makes the game replayable and it doesn't feel like you're doing the exact same thing which i really think massive is nailing here and i like the manhunts because the manhunts you're playing through a section of the map that you've done hundreds of times before but you're getting to a boss at the end now are these bosses groundbreaking each time do they have different mechanics some of them yes some of them no but because it's based in reality you can't have them like super duper have all these different um uh far-fetched specs right it's, it's gunplay they have different things there's different waves of people they make it hard um Keener was a, a nice little touch the way at the end of the game where different rounds had different things happening. So I do like the way Division's going. Now, this skyscraper thing I think is phenomenal. I think uh, I've talked about this with uh, friends on stream. I was like, man, wouldn't it be cool if you can go up into the towers? I always thought back in Division 1, I was like, man, I would really like to go up the Empire State Building and like every floor is like you, you're trying to get to the top. I thought that was a, a cool idea. I really liked the snow level back then, the survival. I wish they brought something back like that in Division 2. I did like the underground with the procedurally generated um, uh, sewer system. And I do like, if this is true, the skyscraper about going into a building. And it's like horde mode, but levels. And as you go up higher and higher, it's, it's harder and more difficult. I like something like that because that's an endless cycle of stuff that you can do. Where if you do it the first time, you only get to floor 10. Then you go back, you go to level 20, then you get to level 30, then you get to level 40, and then by, you know, a month down the line, you might get to a level 100, or maybe you have the best build right now and you can do it. But if you're going through it, and let's say every like 10 levels, you're like, oh man, I really wish I had said weapon because this weapon would do good against these things. This build would do better against these guys on level on level 40. That right there is a cool build because every time you go to that safe floor and you're changing, you can swap out your gear. You know what I'm saying? Which then gives a whole reason of why I should go get this build or why I should go put up this perk or why I should go get this said skill. And that is what these games are meant for. Give me a reason to farm your stuff and give me a reason to use the stuff that I farm. And then that's how the game becomes irrelevant or not irrelevant sorry relevant uh pardon me again becomes relevant okay and you're constantly doing the same thing yes but at the same time they disguise it because you're doing the same thing but why am i doing the same thing i'm doing the same thing because now there's a different skill i need or now there's a different gun i need or now there's a different uh perk i need there's a bunch of stuff that you can do I really like the manhunt. I really like how they're giving the content over and over again and changing it with the story, the narrative. Again, I, I, I compare it to Destiny. This past season, they didn't really give us much, okay? And it was just a small little story faction where every three weeks or every two weeks in Division, they're giving us another store, uh, story faction or 
little lore bits as I'm kind of continuing through the game. And again, I'm not playing Division like I played Destiny back in the day, but I don't think I'm gonna play any game like that because you kind of get fatigued playing the same game over and over every single day for the mass population. Now, don't get me wrong, there's people out there that play the game nonstop for, for two years, three years. Okay, I know, I played World of Warcraft for about four years consecutively, okay? So I do love where they're going with this. I hope that these these story beats are true. I think it's a very interesting. When I did play the story, Division 2 does have a good story. Division 1 has a very good story. Um, let me hear what you guys think. Do you guys think this is, you know, is this plausible? Do you guys think this is a good stuff? Do you think the tower, the skyscraper thing is a really cool thing? Let me know what you in the comment section down below. Head on over to 30instillgaming.live. Go all scroll all the way down to the bottom. Hit me up with an email. Let me know what you guys think okay about division two do you like it do you hate it do you like the loot system do you think the skyscraper thing is really cool do you like the story beats of the manhunts as they come out every few weeks in the seasons again please share like and subscribe if you're listening on itunes google play spotify or anchor.fm and anchor.fm if you'd like to help us out 99 cents thanks for listening see you on the next one appreciate it